It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. I'm James Erpine. Great to be with you late again today. Sorry I got this podcast up late, but Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com, joining us in just a second to talk about the Combine. He was there. Bengals Director of Player Personnel Duke Tobin spoke today. I figured I'd get Jeff on to discuss it, and we'll uh, have him on in a second. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Basically, what we do here, bring you Bengals content every single day. It's Monday through Friday. You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. And I have an off-season plan. For the Bengals, LockedOnBengals.com. Check it out right now. Free agency. What veterans they should move on from. Getting them all set for the draft. Building the line and getting the Bengals back to the playoffs in 2018. Please check it out. LockedOnBengals.com. Follow me on Twitter at James Erpine at LockedOnBengals. Without further ado, let's bring in Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com, who joins us now. Jeff, I appreciate the time. How is the Combine? A little bit of a slow start here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, basically, uh, not going to be a lot of intensity here. Just kind of basically a big job fair. Uh, it's a good chance for us though to kind of get get with the get with guys. You know, get with uh, some officials like Duke, Duke Tobin and some of the new assistant coaches, and a good place to touch base with them and see what they're uh, see what see where they are and uh, trying to get this thing back on track during the off season. It sounded like today, just just looking at and hearing some of Duke Tobin's comments, he defended Marvin Lewis, said he could be the guy to get him back to the playoffs. It sounds like he was one. A lot, I think a lot of the public says it was just Mike Brown, but it sounds like Duke was in Marvin's corner as well. Well, I mean, I think when you make a decision like that, uh, you know, it's basically you know Mike's the Mike is a driving force, but uh, you know, I think uh, Duke uh, Duke is a guy that. Uh, that appreciates what 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 Marvin's done uh, in in the up and down ebb and flow of the league. You know, it's not always uh, there's scores of examples of uh, personnel guys who uh, aren't even close. You know, and I think they feel like, and you know, this is a theme that the fans the fans are sick of hearing about this. But uh, you know, the decision was made because you know of the talent they've got. And, uh, you know, I don't think that, uh, you know, we can debate that until the hereafter. Uh, you know, you got to figure out how they're going to, you know, how to use that talent. And uh, not, not the most interesting thing that Duke talked about was the impact of the offensive line coach, Frank Pollock. I think that's uh, something that will be, uh, I think that's going to be a big theme uh, as we head into the draft. Yeah, and I look at the offensive line. I think all of Cincinnati, honestly, is looking at the offensive line how they can upgrade it, what they can do. And honestly, Jeff, I think it starts in free agency. I, I think going out and getting a, a proven commodity on, along the offensive line, not necessarily left tackle because I don't think there's a lot of them out there, but just someone to go along with Clint Bowling uh, could get do wonders for that offensive line. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but the problem is how much is that going to cost? Uh, you know, I mean, 
they're not going to do it in the first three weeks because the cost is going to be prohibitive. I think they will use the. I think they will use free agency to upgrade, but I think they'll wait. They're not going to. You know, they're not going to bust the market uh, with the veterans. No, I think they'll. I think they'll see how this thing evolves, and I, and I think they will use free agency to upgrade. But it's going to be as they've done it in the past, second tier guys. Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com is our guest. Is there? I know Duke mentioned today. He talked about the the draft as far as the the tackles go, as far as the offensive line goes. Does he think it's a strong offensive line draft? He does. He thinks it's a uh, you know, like he said in his uh, news conference. Uh, you know, there aren't any Orlando paces out there, but you, there's a lot of good starting offensive linemen uh, in the draft, you know, as you go through, you know, all three days. Obviously, that's good news for the Bengals because, you know, I, I asked them, you know, I, I think what's being underrated, too, is I think it's a good defensive tackle draft, too. And I, and I think anybody who's been looking at this thing knows the places where the Bengals have fallen off in the last couple of years is the trenches. You know, they just haven't been as... They have not been as robust or as stingy as they have been in years past. And, uh, you know, I could see a scenario when Duke agreed that if, uh, you know, they could spend the first two days and not get out of the trenches, you know, uh, uh, the two extra picks in the third, you know, they could get into the fourth round on the last day and, uh, you know, and draft all offensive or defensive linemen. So I think that's something to, you know, I think that's something to keep in mind. Um, and I also think, too, that, uh, you know, again, it goes back to Pollock. They may have guys who are already here that, in Pollock's scheme, are a hell of a lot better than they were. You know, and I think that's, that's something, that's something to be, to be, remains to be played out, too. So, you know, when I say a second-tier guy, I'm not saying that guy's a – I mean, that guy's, that guy's going to be a starter who can play. You know, um, he's not going to be a he's not going to get mega money, but he may be just as good as the guys getting the mega money. So um, I think it all kind of fits together. You're trying to you're trying to fit him into a you're trying to fit him into a salary structure as well as uh, fit him into the scheme into a new scheme. As far as the free agents go, you look at it, Russell Bodine, Tyler Eifert. Those are the two that that stand out the most. Do you expect the the Bengals to to try to keep both around, or what's your your feeling on both Eifert and Bodine? Well, I I think that's uh, I think that's kind of evolving too. I do think they'll try to keep both. Um, I uh, but you know uh, how how much? That's obviously the key question. I think they want they want both, but uh, you know uh, are they going to give Eifert a, a lot of guaranteed money? Uh, when he's missed uh, more than half the games that he's played, you know, than half the games that he's played. I mean, uh, how much are they going to, uh, you know, uh, if Bodag goes on the market, how much are they going to, uh, you know, put out for a center? You know, I mean, he, I, you know, I think that stuff uh, that 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 remains to be seen. I, mean, I, I think how does how does Paul feel about, you know, Bodag? Um, how does he feel about the other guys on the O line? So, I mean, I think that. Uh, I think they make them, you know, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Bodine. I think they really like his experience. I mean, and Duke mentioned this today. I mean, you know, you got a guy that's never missed a game, you know, and uh, the late great Pete Brown used to say the best ability, the best of, the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. So you get like two, two great contrasts hitting the market, Eifert and Bodine. Uh, 
um, one guy's never missed a game and one guy's missed one out of two. So uh, I think that's going to be a factor, certainly in the kind of contract that they would present to Eifert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jeff Hobson is our guest, Bengals.com. It, it, it has to be. I, I think it, it certainly has to be. I know Duke also mentioned John Ross and Joe Mixon, and it sounds like he, he described Joe Mixon as the bell cow back. Uh, but, but as far as John Ross, I know you wrote about John Ross, talked to, to him recently. What do you think uh, he thinks or he's feeling right now going into year two? Well, he seems uh, – uh... Pretty, uh, he seems pretty committed to proving the people that he's, you know, he's more than a uh, combine, you know, one day wonder. Um, you know, I think he was, you know, I think, I think, I think John's, uh, you know, I, I think John's a hell of a competitor. Just the, you know, the little bit of time that I've been able to spend with him and talk to him and talk to people that know him. Um, so I think he was, uh, I don't think he's very happy about how last season, uh, unfolded for him. You know, uh, he said all the right things. You know, he said he didn't, you know, Marvin didn't fumble the ball. Uh, Marvin didn't run the run route. Uh, Marvin didn't get hurt. You know, he's the guy that has to, he's the guy that has to take responsibility. But I think uh, a guy who's a, uh, you know, you know, the ninth pick in the draft, not getting any catches. I mean, I think that, uh, that burns, you know, I think that I think he's obviously fired up. And I think they're banking on him. You know, uh, they had the, their first round pick in 16, William Jackson, uh, missed his rookie year, and he's now a, a, a you know one of the emerging young players in the league. And I do think that they think that Ross can be that kind of guy with that kind of speed and the way he runs routes. Um, you know, I, I think they, but you know, obviously you don't pick him in the first round and throw him away. So, you know, I think that uh, they get too many receivers. You know, so that's going to be a big battle uh, to see who comes and who goes. Yeah, a couple more questions for Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com. That's actually a good segue with with who goes. Is there any chance veteran-wise, there are three names, and, and I, I do this, one, because of an option with Adam Jones, but two, just because of where they're at in their career versus their contracts. What are the odds? Let's start with Adam Jones. Do you think the Bengals are keeping him around and going to exercise their uh, his option in his contract for 2018? You know, I wrote that today. Uh, you know, I, uh, it'd be hard for me to see him coming back at the same at the same salary, given what uh, Kirkpatrick and uh, Bernard are making and how well Jackson's played. Um, you know, I could see him coming back maybe at a maybe at a reduced uh, deal, but uh, you know, uh, right now it would see you know, I, probably fifty-fifty. Adam comes back in my mind, probably. Two other names for you, and I know these. Probably haven't been written about, but just, just salary-wise, I'll mention them to you. Michael Johnson, one, and two, Brandon LaFell. Any chance yeah. that, that either one of them it, they take a look at? Well, I think Michael Johnson, I think he's got a role on this club. I think it's, uh, I think he's, uh, I think, I think he's Gilberry. I think he's Wallace Gilberry, uh, a guy who can uh, play both end and tackle on third down. You know, I think he was, you know, I think he kind of had his, had his career revived a little bit last year with what he did inside in nickel. 
so I think he sticks around. LaFell, you know, tough guy to, you know, give up on. Uh, uh, solid veteran, group, terrific in the room. Really, really a great leader in the room. But you got a lot of young receivers running around. You know, and I, I just don't know. That's what I kind of alluded to before. I mean, uh, there's not a help. You know, you get the, you got Corey, you got Ross, you get Josh Malone. I mean, I, you know, at some point, these guys get on the field, you know, and you get a 32-year-old guy like LaFell, who you love, He's also taking snaps away from what might be your future. You know, I mean, that's a, uh, it's a tough call, you know, but it's those, those are the tough, difficult calls that make rosters. One last one for Jeff Hobson of Bengals.com. How do you think the Bengals are going to ultimately uh, find a replacement for A.J. McCarron? You know, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, we're going to go right off the 2014 uh, blueprint there. I think they'd probably get a veteran guy uh, in free agency. Uh, I think they'll draft the guy, you know, probably probably in the third day and probably attack it that way. Um, now, I know they, I mean, I think, I think a lot depends on Jeff Driscoll's uh, situation. Uh, he's coming back from a, he broke his non-throwing arm, and uh, his rehab's a little, you know, his, his, his return is a little bit up in the air. I know they like him and what he brought to the table. They think he's the, a lot of guys think he's the most athletic quarterback they've had there. But, um, you know, is he going to be healthy? So, uh, I mean, I think they like him, but is he, you know, he... We're, we're problem is you get the, there's nobody besides Andy that's thrown an NFL pass, so I think they're probably going to look for a veteran, and I also think they're going to take a you know maybe do a maybe find the next AJ McCarron maybe in the fourth or fifth round. It's a it's a good it's a deep it's a deep uh, a deep field of QBs, you know. So uh, you might be able to get a good one fairly fairly late, but uh, you know I don't uh, I don't see them taking one much earlier than. Uh, you know, four. So uh, unless unless they had an unbelievable uh, fall, you know, an Aaron Rodgers like fall in the, in the first round. But uh, you know, I think that's probably pretty much. Uh, how do they replace McCarron? Just look at what they did in fourteen. They had a Jason Campbell was a veteran, and uh, and they drafted McCarron. He's Jeff Hobson. Bengals dot com on Twitter at Jeff Hobson. Jeff, I appreciate the time. Enjoy Indianapolis. I, I assume you're going to St. Elmo's every night. Oh yeah, uh, I would, but I'm so fat I can't sit in the door. <laughs> yeah, right. They give you a lot of food. They give you a lot of food over there. Do that. I've never been. I've, they've never let me in the door. <laughs> Unbelievable! One of the top steakhouses in the country. And there's a reason for that. Yeah, I need to go. I need to go, Jeff. I appreciate you have to go. You have to go. I appreciate the time, man. <laughs> Thanks, James. Good stuff there from Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com. On tomorrow's show, guess what you're going to get? Duke Tobin. You'll hear from the Dukester. On all things, a couple things that, that Jeff Hobson referenced there. But uh, we'll get the audio put together. You'll hear from Duke Tobin on a variety of topics, including Joe Mixon and John Ross, including Andy Dalton, including the A.J. McCarron situation, and so much more. Man, I really hope that what Jeff Hobson said there about adding tackle and free agency or adding offensive line and free agency, I hope they just look at my plan and use it. Check it out, LockedOnBengals.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know it was short, brief, but it's to the point. Joe Goodberry will be on this podcast Friday. Tomorrow, you'll hear from Duke Tobin, the Director of Player Personnel for the Cincinnati Bengals. Until then, I'm James Rapine. Have a great night, and thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.